In a world in crisis, can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. And uh, hello and welcome to... <laughs> I'm Chris. <laughs> which one am I? Uh, I was... Hello and welcome to episode three. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Yeah, it's good to, good to, whack. Ha- good to have you guys back. Oh, I've got a tea. Delightful. This is what matters. That's how, um, we be tripping, yo, on yeah. the PG. What do they call Collapsing it? Collapsing on the streets in one hot minute. Fo- foley. Foley, say. a get sound some, effect. Get some rich foley. Yeah, I could punch a watermelon. Why? Uh, I, I just sound like, I like that. What are we talking about? <laughs> is, is that your hate for the week? I, I dislike watermelons, <laughs> basically. No, I remember hearing bastards. in Jurassic Park, that's how they did the uh, hatching of the eggs. They got a guy, like, jammed his fist into a watermelon and then, like, sloshed it all is around. That right? That's, That's where the sound effect of dinosaurs know. getting out of eggs comes I didn't from. know that at all. Foliized. Don't they, um, if they're ever having like a, a guillotine or someone's head getting shot, it's a, it's a cleaver through a cabbage. To a cabbage? Interesting. Uh, I'd imagine it was yeah. too leafy, but no, that's probably got a good thunk to it. No. It's got, well, it's like quite, for a vegetable, it's quite skin like, I suppose. I suppose. Green yeah. and, and leafy. Green yeah. and leafy, but just like, like skin in a lot of ways. Just like my skin. I, I've seen that. It's like a... Uh, I am hideous. I've seen them do it in like a Foley studio. Where <laughs> they have, the radio. <laughs> they have like a, like a long metal bar and then like a, a meat cleaver. And at the end of the bar is a cabbage. So they go, shrink, like dragon. Oh, and then, oh to create thunk, the shrink. And then thunk. And then they just let the cabbage oh. fall into a basket oh. at the end. Oh, good. But cabbages aside, I guess yes. we should talk about the award-winning soon to be award winning format oh, we've hit upon yes. for this, this show. It's definitely going to be award winning. I've got to say you just you just raved the, the so far. <laughs> yeah. But basically uh, if um uh, you've not listened to the previous two episodes uh, this is how we do it. Uh, we each present a topic of love <clears throat> and hate each episode for discussion to decide whether it's truly worthy of that particular emotion and you can join along at home using the hashtags show called love and hashtag show called hate should be quite self-explanatory to send us your loves and hates for consideration so that we can pass our ill-informed opinions and judgment. No, we will judge you. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. I guess as a bit of um, uh, some show notes. Um, bit Caveats. Ha- bit of housekeeping. housekeeping. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to peak. Uh, uh, we're, we're never going to beat last week's episode. Do you not think? No, what? I, Why? I think that's a very negative attitude. Yeah, what? I hate whilst, I I enjoyed, whilst I enjoyed last week's edition, and listen to it if you haven't, mm. um, get, get I, think, I think the only way is up, or down, but hopefully up. <laughs> there are two ways, but we want to go or, one or of Or sort ways. of roughly the same. Yeah. I, I so there's three ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just think, where do, where do we go from crinklers and Tesco ads? Oh, I see you mean content. I thought you meant like viewership, well, not viewership, listenership, or oh. and I, I thought our numbers were so sky... What, yeah. we achieved peak, sky high. Like, yeah, <laughs> six billion. Like, we've got all, every every person on earth has listened to it. We can't do better than well, that. We were, we were looking for about 1.1 million plays, I think, for the last episode, and we probably felt, what, just about 
1.1 million short for that. <laughs> so I think we did pretty well. Bear in mind, like, at the point of recording, it's only been out for, like, a few days. Yes. You know, I mean... Yeah, make excuses. Yeah, the fourth, Do you feel better the now? fourth day is when it kind of... I don't feel any better, John. <laughs> don't you have other things to worry about? <laughs> yeah, the angel. We'll get to that. All right, we'll yeah. get to that. <laughs> oh, I see. A little, oh, spoilerific. I feel if... um. If, if, if uh, you get at any point a little too fruity in today's episode, I feel we can just uh, say, just hey, Nick, uh, how's that wedding in yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. three Spoilers. days looking like? Feel free. <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> I need to be checked sometimes. Well, I guess um, we kind of rotated, didn't we? We tend to start with hate. I started the first week. You started the second week, Rev. So, um, this guy. Nick. Yeah, I'll start. Do you, you want to kick us off? I'll kick what, us off. What's your hate? My hate this week is growth. Oh, of what? Of personal what? or financial? I, I wanted to just let that like sit I'm, for a little while. Yeah, I'm concerned where my mind went then. Frankly. So this is this is a uh, <laughs> yeah that covers a lot of stuff, and it's not as broad as that. So this is a phobia of mine, which I think I may have talked to you, John, about before, and I've talked to other people before. But basically, it's the idea of creepy, scary, accelerated growth, normally mm. in a sort of sci-fi context. So. And, and, and at its peak, worst, is when something is growing out of or on a person. Yes. That is just like, yeah, like no. I, can't, I can't deal with it. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Not a fan at all. Um, and, um, but it's not exclusively limited to that because my friend Kate has uh, told me a story. I went around her house and she has a colossal pine tree in her front garden, like three stories high. Mm-hmm. Like, so it looks like a Christmas tree. But it's, you know, it's like the size of the one that's outside the Rockefeller building in oh. New York. Like, it's huge, right? Okay. That's and she told me, she told me 10 years ago, that was a Christmas tree they had in their house that they planted in their front garden. And I just wanted to run away. Wait, how, sorry, how, how tall is it? It's like, say? it's probably just, just about three stories tall. Seriously? It is huge. This massive tree. And it used to be in their lounge as a Christmas tree. Yes, I have a question. What is a Christmas tree actually called? It's not a Christmas tree. Oh, presumably I mean, it's got a scientific name. Christmas is stupid, isn't it? Called like a Douglas fir or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Like the... I'm just wondering what growth conditions it would need, whether it's an evergreen or anything like that. Well, I think it's doubly impressive because I'm fairly certain that was a fake Christmas tree. <laughs> 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 Spit take number one. The, like plas- giant... the plastic rainforest is just going to shit, isn't it? Giant baubles on it. Like <laughs> I'm fairly yeah. certain that was a 2D diorama that we uh, threw out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, give us an example of something uh, horrific. I was going to say heroic, but something horrific in fantasy or sci-fi. So, there's a movie about to come out, and I saw a trailer for it today, and it's called Annihilation. Oh, based on a book? Yes. I I saw that trailer. Starring Natalie... You saw it today as well? I saw it today. Starring Natalie Portman. And although the the trailer is very mysterious, obviously, because it seems to be like a mystery, horror, sci-fi, thriller, adventure sort sort of thing, the premise does seem to be going into this weird sort of force field blocked area do you know the story i uh when i briefly worked in a bookshop uh they had them on the shelf it's like a trilogy and i remember reading the back of the books and thinking it sounded amazing yeah see it does actually look great like uh, as much as i think i'm going to be terrified of it Hmm. i think it's going to be an awesome movie but basically it seems to be that they enter this strange area within which something's happening whether it's like aliens or some sort of like phenomenon or whatever and it seems to infect people in a sort of growing plant matter out of their oh, bodies no, oh no no, no, no. thank you now or, oh. like one of the things you see and this image like i paused on it because this is it i have this crazy sort of morbid fascination with my own fears you can't look away no exactly yeah. like i have to get i have to get right in there i have to rub my face in it <laughs> um and there's this image do you remember uh, again like i'm just doing loads of references this time but it's like last of us the video game 
Yes. Which was about zombies that were infected by mushroom spores or whatever. Yes. Do you remember when you'd sometimes come across a place where one had been sort of incubating against a wall? And there was this kind of like mold grown all over the wall. But then there was like a shape in the middle where a man was. And he'd like broken away from the fungal mold and was now on the loose. Yeah. But what you were seeing was like where he'd been growing for like X number of years. And it was just disgusting. There's a lot of that sort of stuff in the trailer. There's a lot of like trees but in the shapes of people as though they've just been freeze-framed and then instantly transformed into like trunks and branches and flowers so they're still in like the poses as though they were just walking to work but they're now trees yeah oh man it is like literally just talking about it now i can feel like a bit of sick coming up can i uh on a a similar vein (laughs) foley we're gonna need another microphone (laughs) yeah that wasn't actually nick vomiting that was punching a watermelon that was like a (laughs) half a balloon full of beans or something like that (laughs) Um, on a similar note, when I was uh, when I was young, uh, you'd be kind of like obsessed with cartoons in any shape or form. Oh, oh yeah, sure. like Absolutely. whatever you'd find, you'd end up watching. And do you remember like uh, what they call like uh, Merry Melody, like m- the really like old school, uh, like the sort of Disney Steamboat or... Willie sort of. Yeah, like I, I can't work out. If they may have been Disney or, or... they're kind of psychedelia. Like with the eyes that look like a circle, they were like triangle um, cut out of them. It's what? like it, were these animals. Yeah, kind of like uh, from the fifties, which okay. would get reshown on TV. And like the characters moved a little too fluidly, fluidly a little too yeah. fast. Okay. It was a little bit unsettling. Yeah. And I remember one randomly came on, and it and truthfully, it it scars me to this day. Like I, I remember it vividly. See, now I'm going to want to watch this when you describe <laughs> it. Okay. So if you can imagine that super cheerful, sinisterly cheerful kind of like animation. And it opens on a forest, like a, like a wood, and the camera's just kind of panning. And in the middle of the forest is a man, right. but he's like a tree. Like, like he's wearing a suit, but he's just kind of standing there, kind of frozen. And there are like branches growing out of like his fingers. That's a bad start. kind of head. Yeah. And You've got a condition, mate. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember exactly like what, catal- what kind of kicks it off. But there's like a little, like a doctor's bag next to him. And something happens and... Was he a doctor? Yeah, I think oh. that's the idea. But that was the twist. Yeah. My God, how will we crack the code? <laughs> but I think he gets injected with something. Like, this is oh, syringe. Geez. Oh, come in... on. It's a cartoon. But, but basically, like... The that syringe to... on the floor. That's, that was his first mistake. <laughs> but that, that seems to cure the treeness. Oh. oh. So then he kind of... I remember he rips his feet out of the ground. He's got roots coming up the bottom of his feet. And then he snaps the branches off his head, and then he's fine again. And then the and then the kind of the the cartoon begins, and the cartoon is him going to a nearby farm, and the idea is he's like a quack doctor. So then all the japes and and little skits oh, yes. begin, where he's trying to sell random medicines to like the farm animals who are okay. all slightly anthropomorphized. Right. But for some reason, he still has this syringe in his bag <laughs> with like. The tree, anti-tree serum, or the tr- or maybe or the like tree serum. yeah, and like loads of japes and shenanigans keep happening where he almost falls on the syringe, oh. and he like manages to pull away at the last minute, but it ends with him getting injected again, and he starts turning into a tree again, and like roots oh. start coming out of his feet, oh, and no. then it ends up with him just frozen in a in a forest again, and it was horrific, yeah. It sounds correct. Was that, was that a good thing in the context of the show, though? Well, he, he was a bad character. Yeah, he was yeah. like a shuckster, so I think he kind of got what okay. was coming to him. Yeah, but, it was but karmic. It, but, and to this day, the idea of things growing out of my feet 
it still turns mm. my stomach. It's oh. hor- horrific. I mean, it plays like a little bit of my phobia, like plays into the idea that what immediately what you'd want to do is remove it. Yeah. But because it's you, like it's a part of you, you couldn't just like he does at the beginning of the cartoon. You couldn't just cut it off because that would probably really hurt, or it might bleed in some weird sort of way or something. Like it's just it's just wrong on so many levels. It just, oh, just now now you bring it. it up. Yes, I, I agree. Really, I so really do, you, do you? You're not. I would rather things didn't start growing out of me. If I, mean, I had a choice, yeah, I'd say, yeah. oh, oh, no, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna no, pick option you. B. I'd, I'd like to just sort of stay as I am. Yeah, maybe lose a bit of weight, but but apart from that, no, you look great. No, you're lying. Yeah, you do. <laughs> from this angle, you're looking quite trim. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's behind me? <laughs> but um, I I am a sidebar, Your Honor. But you're a sidebar. I'm uh, I'm quite a follically blessed man. I have quite a lot of facial hair yeah magnificent uh, thank you it's, yeah. looking, it's growing right now i'm watching it yeah it's, it's terrifying. Oh, there is. Ah. but i um i do a lot of i, I shave bit of grooming you know uh and maybe because my hair is so dark mm. occasionally Uh-oh. i get mutant hairs what this does happen oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i'll, I'll get yeah. like um a particular like I'll, I'll just be like mutant's a bad word i'll just be kind of like <laughs> you know checking out my beard kind of just like giving it a little Doobie do. Look, look to the left, look to the right, see what's going on. And I'll notice like a very black hair, like, right. a, like a really kind of super black hair. And it's about four times the thickness yeah. of a regular hair. What? And it's like a little pencil lead sticking out of my skin. <laughs> and I just, I just pluck it out and then it's fine. That is horrible. Yeah. And that happens. Like, that disgusts me. Yeah. Like, um, I don't want to say something about your body disgusts me because... Well, I mean, you know, beyond not, the obvious, not after the last time. No. I fell so, out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But Jesus Christ! Yeah. I no, just, no, I, I, happens, I can yeah. appreciate that. When I get my hair cut, because I have the sides of my head shaved, so I literally have one rogue hair. I'm pointing to it where it is now oh, for, yeah. for your benefit, listeners. Um, <laughs> one rogue hair here every single time I have my hair cut, and it I'm bothers start, the hell out of me. Hmm. I'm start looking for these. So it's probably cause... not a dissimilar thing. It's just a nature thing, a nature rather thing. than a rather than an alien like concept. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd like to think so, anyway. Who knows? Maybe yeah. your patient zero. I can mm. kind of, I can thoroughly, I can, I can really get behind this. I, I know, like you're a bit weirded out by mushrooms, just just mushrooms in a in a punnet. Yeah, kind of, I don't Mu- like mushrooms. mushrooms are a problem because um, they grow quite quickly, and they grow on dead things, and they also do the classic thing of growing out of other stuff. <laughs> like so, plants and trees generally don't, unless we're in a sci-fi fantasy environment, grow out of people, right? But a rotting corpse, for example, a mushroom would grow out of like that do you know what i mean yeah mushrooms would grow on the corpse of a tree and when you look at like where their like little trunk attaches to it like it becomes that stuff like it goes from the white stalk to green to then the color of the corpse oh it's just horrible like it's, it's like it's literally a bit of it has just come up and gone Boop, i'm a mushroom now i had uh, you know like you you watched that trailer and you were like this is horrific and yet i'm I'm freeze framing it. Yeah, and I'm probably going to watch it at cinema as well. Do you? Um, I heard like someone describe the difference between terror and horror. Uh, and terror is like, Bleh. it's like a yeah. jump scare, like a like reaction. I, I make a point of sort of reading the synopsis of a horror movie, mm. but I don't watch horror movies mm. because I just it doesn't feel entertaining to me, scaring myself shitless. <laughs> frankly, yeah. I used to watch a lot of horror movies. I just I can't do it. I don't I don't find it entertaining, and it just freaks me out. I'm I'm very bad with horror films. It's a fair point. I mean, I've not really watched. Uh, I'm trying to remember like the last time I I did watch something that kind of <coughs> terrified me. Actually, um, last time I got really scared by a horror movie was The Ring Two. 
Ring two. Yeah, which is interesting. I know it's, it's not before. as good as the first ring. Ring harder. <laughs> ring it in. Give, give, give me two rings. <laughs> <It's all Yeah. laughs> um, but it's because there was a short film on Ring Two, which was called Rings. I think. How mm. ironic. Yeah, it's probably a reason for that. And yeah, there was just a particular scene. It was the same, same old stuff, you know, Shamara coming out of TV screens and like watching the video and stuff. But it was just, it was, it was a short film. It was the way it's constructed really creeped the hell out of me. That one, that that specific little short. I remember, I remember uni when we watched The Ring on like DVD. I remember the scary bit was, of course, the the actual video, the yeah. haunted video, which yeah. is. Why black, is that so black scary? Black and white and weird and like a ladder just against a grainy footage. Yeah. yeah, basically, it's just probably like the thought that it that in that context it could happen. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah, says, like are we watching it? That's now? the that's the point of horror films. If it's grounded in some sort of reality, then your mind probably associates it with something that could happen, even well, though you know <coughs> it. But that's the um, <coughs> again, <coughs> just the thing. I was I forgot to finish my little anecdote. But the thing, the difference between like horror and terror. Oh yeah, it's hor- uh, Sorry, terror is like it's just like a jump scare. And that's you know you're gonna see a slasher movie and the guy just leaps out of a knot and we all go oh auto react and yeah. we get like a little giggle we're like oh that, <laughs> that was, was scary that was I'm so scuttled but horror is like I can't look away mm. horror is like both disgust and fascination yeah. at the same time yeah like I want to that's definitely how I feel about yeah. growth about abnormal weird growth and maybe that's like you kind of like reading about horror movies yeah. even if you don't want to kind of watch them maybe yeah maybe. I don't like horror films. No. I won't watch them. Ask me now if I'm going to watch a horror film. Gonna I'm not going to watch a horror oh. film. I'm not going to watch a horror film. That was a jump scare. That's my start. Yeah. yeah. Got, got a little bit of terror now, then. I agree that I would rather not have things growing out of me if I could possibly help it. I, I thought get... this would be a pretty safe hate this week. I, th- I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hate. You really low- put these in the brackets as we go. Yeah. <laughs> you really lowballed it in terms of what I'm saying. I've got well, a, I went I've pretty got high a, with a risky hate. <laughs> I went pretty high last episode. I felt like I had to dial it in. Yeah. But I think, like, there is. A fascination and like a horror element to it because I, I, it's horrible, it's repulsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I could imagine there, there is also an appeal to it in the sense that I could write, a, I'd be quite drawn to write a story. And I'm drawn in. to this trailer for this story yeah. about, about what seems to be the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Okay, well, I, I guess we're pretty unanimous on that. Yeah, let's move it on. Okay, uh, are we clockwising it? You go. Great, you thank go. you. Yeah. What do you hate, John? Uh, um, I hate. Uh, react videos. Are <laughs> oh, that's a good one on YouTube. Yes. Parentheses YouTube. Right. So it's potentially YouTube just YouTube. in general. I, I I have issues with the because <clears throat> what I mean. I, you know, hate don't hate the game. You know, YouTube is just a platform. Like anything could go on YouTube. Yes. I miss the days of rubbish cats and things like that. Yeah, yeah. like the innocent days. The innocent days. Really the good old days. Cats. Back when the upload limit was ten minutes. Yeah. And, God, yeah. Uh, I remember that. I was I was poking around uh, YouTube uh, today actually uh, yeah. at work for using because we we upload videos at work and uh, if you look in like the features under like the creator section, mm. he goes features. It's like. Tick is like high quality videos. Tick is like oh great, okay, great. Uh, That's great. Videos over ten minutes. Tick like, like un- unlocked a standard. Like everybody had like sort of yeah. selling point. Yeah, why draw attention to it? It's <laughs> yeah. not like two thousand and five vintage uh, YouTube. Um, but yeah, sorry. So I have. It's just a platform. You can't hate something which just hosts videos. <clears throat> there's good videos. There's bad videos. Technically I'm true. Really not a fan of what I feel is YouTube culture yeah. now, mm. and I think nothing captures that better than 
react videos and particularly anything by the fine bros yes yeah it's despicable i can't say i've seen that and i'm I'm probably quite glad of that well uh, you know the videos that are all like teens react to game boy games yeah Yeah. i've seen people reacting to trailers and yeah because there's like there's there's two forms of react videos basically there's the fine brothers who are trying to own and market the concept of a react video yeah so whenever you see like teens react to something or old people react to whatever that will be a fine brothers gimmick yeah Yeah. but then there'll be youtubers will just do react videos where like and in fact when i was looking at the annihilation trailers today when i when i googled it there were plenty of reacting to the annihilation trailers you see and that really annoys me as well because anytime we look up anything on youtube yeah there's a there's a more chance than not there's a react video yes so the first video is the thing you're looking for the second video is someone reacting to it and these greg199 react but that's the thing yeah. like they range from like uh, the fine brothers who are trying to build a monopoly on this to just some guy in his basement and he yeah, gets like, like, why do we care what your reaction to this is? But then he might get like 2,000 yeah, views. Yeah, a lot of them get so many views. It's ridiculous. I, yeah. I, I hate it. I hate... <laughs> I, I, I don't think I can... Out of all the things we've talked about on the show, I don't think any of them come close to the hate I feel <laughs> for this. Because without descending into hyperbole, it is the death of creativity. creativity. It, is yeah. the, it is the pinnacle of being a content creator while making nothing of worth. This is the thing, is that they have developed this term for themselves, as certain YouTubers, and this potentially describes YouTube culture better than anything else, is this idea of being a content creator. Because they know full well that they're not telling stories, they're not creating something of worth, Mm. they're just creating something that will occupy you for 15 minutes, or 10 minutes, or whatever it is. Enough to get the ad revenue, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it only has to be content. It doesn't have to be value. It doesn't have to be good. No. It's just it's just a thing. Yeah. And if you can make it over ten minutes, they're great. That you get you you can market. You can get AdSense and everything. Yeah. And it just it drives me up the wall because I don't know. I mean, like if you've got a sideline, like say you do something, you're famous for doing something, and it's like, hey, this is my channel, and I make awesome ukulele rap music and that goes, does sound good it does. it does sound cool we should do that we should do a segment Eurovision yes. had a yodeler and a rapper do you remember that I, yes. that was great that was yes. a good song actually I actually listened to that yeah. a bit after. I did and I yeah. it was well, ironically really. on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> I watched someone reacting to it yeah. <laughs> that would be though that would it's be, just yeah. like so, so you say like hey I, I make ukulele rap videos and I upload like two videos a week and then as a side thing it's like hey you guys like my music you like me and I do some other random crap when I'm not making rap music. Mm. So then it's like, hey guys, me and my friend, we're just reacting to a video and it's funny. And I can forgive that because it's like, yeah. you have a thing and then as a side thing, you're just participating in like a meme. You're just kind of going, hey, like... Because, because, because hard creativity, like as in really making something of value, you can't churn that out weekly. Not really. Most of the YouTube content creators who make something every week will be making content that is based on something else yeah because to be that creative i just i just do not believe unless you are like saturday night live that, that you can create decent quality content every single yeah. week as a, as one person in a garage you know you just can't do that I, I so fair enough flesh out in between your creative bursts in between your sketches or your animations or your ukulele raps in between that you flesh it out with something which is maybe like crowdsourced where people yeah. send in things yeah. or you react to something and I get you, that because you're built you're selling a personality like yeah. you're making a and part a of why people subscribe yourself. is because of that yeah because you like the people and you want to yeah. see they're human beings I just I, I just exactly you said it's, it's Greg 249 on on, <laughs> on YouTube who has uploaded 200 videos of reacts and they're all getting like 
two to three thousand. I think he annoys me more than the Fine Brothers to some extent because I'm like, it's it's Greg I'm like Greg, you're trying, and, and, <laughs> Greg, and it's you like, bastard. but it, but it's like, he represents everything. Here's 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 the here's the setup, shot of someone's bedroom slash office. And they haven't done any work. There's no, no. set. You know, it's just like <laughs> yeah. a ceiling. A JPEG comes onto screen with like blood red text on a red background yeah. and like a j and like a little png of an angel they've nicked off the side and yeah. it's like greg fire productions and greg then it, and then it will just kind of like fold up and like flip away and yeah some stock transition it's like hey guys it's greg here greg 49 you love you love my stuff and it's like hey and the new blade runner trailer just dropped so let's watch it now and then without just just without beat yeah screen. straight in and yeah. there's an inset screen and 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 they do nothing oh they might smile a bit Oh, yeah. I don't know what annoys me more. When they just stare at it and nod and go... Yeah, yeah. or then sometimes when they talk over it. It's yeah. like, well, well, <laughs> what am I watching now? Because I'm, I'm immediately drawn to the little trailer that's yeah. in the corner instead because I don't give a shit about them. Yeah. And, and then they start talking over the trailer. Even though it's a trailer I've seen, I'm yeah. like, shut up. Yeah, I'm going like, the trailer, not like, you. It's like, the new, it's like the new Star Wars... Say, new Star Wars trailer comes out. You know the only person I want to see reacting to that? J.J. Abrams, or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, like, the director. Because like, <laughs> yeah. hey, guys, that trailer. hey guys, we've got a hot new trailer coming out. I think you like what's coming up. And then it plays and goes, wait for it. Boom, Millennium Falcon. And everyone goes yeah. like, yay. What possible insight does Greg429 add to this? I rather arrogantly said the only person you wanted to hear from would be me. <laughs> I rather arrogantly assumed that's what you were going to say. Well, yeah. well, have some connection to it. The thing is, yeah, if you're like something... some super famous movie critic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, imagine if it's Mark Kermode reacts to the latest trailer for Force Awakens or whatever. Or if it's going to be a comical reaction. Like, like if, yeah, okay, yeah. if somebody said something to the effect of like, uh, oh, I, I'm such a massive fan of... Oh, I don't know emojis. So I love emojis. Like, and they say, "Hey, Mark, come in, sit down. Why? What's what's happening? I could, I could be texting right now. No, no, Mark, just put, put your phone down for five <laughs> minutes. Could... You're gonna you're gonna want to see this." And, and then they press play. He's like, "What? Completely uh, cold." <gasps> and then he loses, and his mind is blown. It, it's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever seen. I didn't know this was happening. Well, there's because we watch quite a lot of red letter media. We do, which is probably the exception that proves the rule in that it knows what it is and it knows. A, a lot about YouTubers and yeah, their, yeah. their pitfalls and they do a show called The Nerd Crew which is very funny which is taking the mick out of all these sort of shows. They did a fake Star Wars reaction trailer um, to the Force Awakens trailer where Rich Evans <coughs> pretended to use a, a droid to masturbate. <laughs> it's very funny. I was watching that video just so I happened to be watching it for some, for some reason. Research. Uh, yeah, research. And I... Saw there was a reaction trailer to that trailer. What? To that reaction to the trailer. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I will click on it. I'll take the bait. <laughs> I'll take the clickbait. And I assumed it would sort of be humorous and, and that sort Stupid. of thing. Stupid, yeah. The guy thought that Rich Evans was serious. He'd never heard of Red Letter Media and was like, oh, oh, oh look at this guy. Oh, no, he's knocked over all his toys. Oh, oh I'm going to give this guy a subscribe. And he just had no idea that it was supposed to be a joke. Wow. Sadly, podcasts can't really capture my face at this yeah. point because you geez. look the most exasperated and defeated I've ever seen you. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> and <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was going to talk about a bad convention we went to then, but I'll keep I'll keep that out. Save that. Save your hate. <laughs> Save that for another podcast. But I, I and I, hmm. <laughs> I, I just, oh no, the English language failed him. And then of course there are like the fine bros. And there's a couple of problems, I think, with what they do. First, their name. They're yeah. not fine. How are they spelling that? Uh, like you'd expect. Bros. Like F-I-N-E, Bros. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I think it is their last name, isn't <laughs> it? 
Bros. Yeah. The Bros. Yeah. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> the Bros Brothers. That was a band, wasn't it? That was a band. Bros. Bros. Yeah. yeah. But they, um, the whole kind of thing of like kids react. I'm opening a window. It's getting so it raging. Yeah, it's like <laughs> getting so full of hate. It's getting cloudy in here. <laughs> the walls are dripping. <laughs> You've got teens react, kids react, horses react, old people react, you know, horses. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that, to be fair. But <laughs> the, the, the they probably don't interrupt the train <laughs> as much, do they? <laughs> They're all predicated on this idea of the humour will come from the fact that the person reacting doesn't get it. Yes. Or it will seem uncool. Or, or, or they can't relate to it in some way. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's kind of like old people react to dubstep. Yeah. And what you, the reaction you want to see is old people going, oh, I don't much care for this. This yeah. isn't, you know, this yes. isn't good. You know, I didn't fight we, in two world wars for, for this. Who is this dead mouth five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, well, I'm to the previous four. I don't <laughs> but then you, but then you, or it'll be like, uh, kids react to yeah. 80s music yeah. and they'll go like, Old people are weird, you know. It's <laughs> old people suck. With their, with their caps on the side. and But that's the joke. That, that's the punchline is basically stuff is different and tastes change and now you look like an idiot. And then there'll be there'll always be one person at the end just to flip it or go like, I quite like it actually. Yeah. You know? mm. There's always that one cocky kid who's like, oh yeah, no, I've seen this before. So that, that's just the formula and, and they just repeat it. And then of course, you've got the shady business practices of fine bros yeah Call it, calling you out fine bros this is dangerous like we have three episodes in and you're already starting a fight with fine brothers entertainment got mad beef with the fine bros yeah, we're not gonna be popular they, they tried to get signed co- they tried to copyright or trademark but sorry the term react that's ridiculous that's a word yeah you can't trade you can't that's like Specsavers trying to um trademark should have they wanted that yeah or glasses <laughs> No, no, I'm telling you, genuinely, it's true. Spectators are trying to trademark, trademark should have. Tra- yeah, oh yeah. Really? I, mean, I was going to yeah. give you another one, but yeah, that's true. Victoria Beckham tried to trademark the word posh. <laughs> because there's a football team, I think I've told you this, uh, there's a football team called Peterborough United and their nickname is the Posh. Uh, and it has been for about 100 years and she tried to stop them using that nickname. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, not, that's not a fan. I, sorry, that's not good. She's I mean, not a fan then. You're not going to win fans is what I meant to say. I mean, She's not a Portsmouth fan. And she's certainly not a Portsmouth fan. <laughs> Who, I said Peter, bro, but fine. <laughs> I just went straight in with a completely different place. <laughs> oh dear, um, not a Peter fan either. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like they sorry, they just they tried to trademark the word react, and thankfully that didn't work. But they started kind of you know coming down on people who were doing their own react videos. Mm. You know, saying like, "Hey guys, you're kind of copying our stick, aren't you?" You know, and and then you can't own that. They set up a rival platform to YouTube called React World. I bet that did well. Well, it's it's out there. Considering I've never heard but of it. But yeah. it would literally <laughs> never heard of it. But it would only host React videos. I would love to post something else up there just to see what happened. <laughs> Maybe you couldn't. Maybe you wouldn't be able to because they then they could try to come up with this partner agreement <clears throat> where you would sign up to the Fine Bros Corporation. Uh-oh. They would license you to use react so i get a react license yeah so cool. you could do kids react so you can make I'd, your I'd own allowed ki- to react otherwise i have to be deadpan for the rest of my life yeah never react to anything yeah, yeah. all chemical Boom. reactions would just uh, nothing metabolism <laughs> respiration would cease and and then you can host you can make your own videos but they get a cut so it's like a franchise yeah 
It's like they're franchising their own idea of reacting. Yeah. I, I've got a better idea. I'll probably just put it on YouTube for free. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably you know, do that. And, just, and, <laughs> I, and, I don't, and I don't think they could shut you down at the moment because they don't. Oh, but that's what yeah. they try to do and they're strong arming people. Yeah, but there'd be so, there's so many react videos yeah. out there. There's no way they can shut everyone down. But it's like if they do a video, they might get several million hits. And So great. what they're saying is... Add uh, money. That's yeah. good. But, it, but if you now just wanting to go make a react video maybe you get like a couple of hundred hits i doubt it John. you, you, you know three yeah yeah you never you know so that oh, person I would, I would <laughs> okay fair enough yeah thanks. but that but that person isn't going to make any ad money but if a fine bros suddenly contracted out to like a thousand ten thousand people making yeah and they give you all the graphics and the glass yeah and the production but they're all everything. making react videos and then they're taking a share they're dipping into all these ad revenue pots. So weird. Are it's the a Fine money Brothers making. like the Chuckle Brothers in that that's not actually their surname? Oh. Uh, are they, the, Chuckle are they, uh, the Chuckle Brothers, that's not their surname. It's like what? Lloyd or something. That's going to be my what? next hate. Yeah. But but where's the laughter in Lloyd? Oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's almost can't, as can't if you know, they, they came out with that name in order to launch a comedy career. That's ridiculous. I heard, sidebar, that there were like seven... Chuckle Brothers, <laughs> of which only two were the Chuckle Brothers. They were a big family, and the guy who pro- the others yeah. are really dull. And the guy who played the bad guy in every episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also a, a brother. He really? was also a Chuckle Brother. I, yeah. No, I don't think no, because I'm not sure he died recently. That guy. I'm sure he. They, People they do said eventually that he, pass away. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but the, the comedy will last. last yeah, the last will go. <laughs> the last will ring on. But yeah, I'm sure that he, he wasn't a Chuckle Brother, but he might have been because that's not their surname. Well, I have no go. idea. I haven't seen their birth so... In summary, I have well, no idea. I, I, I think I've, I think I've said no. One more thing. I was oh, going to say, I think I've said my thing, piece. And, and, I, and I think the the third and probably most egregious crime I, th- I feel Ooh, they commit word. is simply that they are making money off other people's uh, product and talent because, mm. like, yeah, I mean, maybe they have to hire a studio. Maybe they have to hire kids and teenagers kids. and old people and they have to <laughs> film <laughs> and they have to edit Hello. it, like to add music. Kids. They have to do all that work. Great. But it's like kids react to the new Blade Runner trailer. It's like, well, who made who made the Blade Runner trailer? Yeah. You know, um, there is a, a writer and artist I'm a big fan of called Chris Straub. And I think the thing that sparked my anger this week is that he tweeted the other day saying... Kicks react to uncredited use of my work, and it was <laughs> oh my goodness, and, that's really bad. Yeah, and they've taken his one of his creations and just going to react about it. <clears throat> oh really? And Ugh. no credit, no share, and it's like that video would not exist if he hadn't made no. his mm. thing. Yeah, that's yeah. poor. Yeah, shameful. I just really hate him. Piggybacking off the back of someone else's creativity. It's 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 insulting as a creator because it, it's insulting to see so much reward for so little integrity mm. and and i just i just think it's really it's even worse for people who they're exploiting be yeah. it the original creators or um people they're trying to recruit to their scheme army of reactors so yeah I'm, I, I feel really annoyed about it. actually i've you got more passionate John. about it than I, I, thought I, I completely agree with you i think it's uh shameful yeah any any words you'd like yeah, to no, I, any yes. strong words you'd like to throw in i'm gonna look up that thing about the chuckle brothers <laughs> <laughs> you That's pa- your takeaway. Do you want to pause? We can. <laughs> no, 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 I'll do. I'll do it later. Um. So okay. Well, um. Thank you for letting me vent. That's all right. Final uh, hate then. Quite. Yes. Mr. Ray, I don't like people. <laughs> the end. <laughs> wow. Hard cut. Right. I don't. Yeah. I don't like people who are righteous about having discovered something 
before the rest of us. Oh, okay. Yes. Like yes. gravity. So, like gravity. Like that sure. Newton. The the best example I can come up with is a band who have be- who become big and make the hit parade, mm. but someone goes, "Oh, I knew about them years ago. Yeah, I used to see them in little venues and everything." Hmm. So, <laughs> so what? So, now we all know about them. Yeah. Do if, unless you gave birth to them. What do you want? <laughs> Does that <laughs> extend to? them not liking them now that yeah that i'd popular. say that's even worse oh that's got to be stage two like of that attitude. oh i don't like them now they're popular oh, sod off. what's stage... that got to do with anything like I'm, that doesn't I... make that doesn't make a difference you can still listen to the stuff they used to do that you liked if you mm. don't like their new stuff hard cheddar if I... <laughs> sprinkle that hard cheddar on this i um I, i'm of the if i discover something genuinely that i think is quite undiscovered uh, that I really, really like. Mm. I start sharing it with as many people as I can. Yeah. Because, not because I want them to see how amazing it is that I found this thing that no one's seen before, but because I think it's really cool and I think they'd like it. Mm-hmm. And and by doing so, I am increasing its popularity and I'm hoping it reaches a point where yeah. everyone knows what it is. Because if it, if it becomes super popular, there will be more of it and I like it already. So if it becomes like super huge, I get more of it. There might also be some merchandise mm. or, you know, a hat that I can wear. That th- that's themed around it whereas if it remains in obscurity I never get all the extra awesome exactly. or more bonus stuff or at the very least you want someone to talk to about it yeah just Cause, to, yeah because it's always fun to talk about stuff you love yeah because what's the point I, like if you love something that's no one else has ever heard of you can't have conversations about it no try and explain that the only someone. conversation you can have is the one with yourself about how great you think you are because you're the only one who knows that thing that's rubbish yeah if someone pointed a ro- at a rock or a pebble to me and I'd already seen that pebble and I went ah oh, I've seen that yeah, I knew that pebble before you did. <laughs> so what? But what did so the, what? So, but what did the pebble do to become particularly famous? Oh, it, it, it grew a mushroom. Someone, what? <laughs> someone, someone threw it at Prince Harry. Yeah, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. You, you knew the pebble? Yeah, oh, personally. It's before. an animal carbon rod. <laughs> I've, you got to see the rod. Yeah, I'm struggling to. I mean, I guess. I hate this. I really hate this. I completely agree. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with sort of liking something when it's popular or li- liking something that becomes popular and you say oh that's cool yeah i used to really like them i think you'll like their old stuff and you sort of recommend them to people but people get arsy about the fact that other people like the thing that they like mm. it's maybe like you've stolen a little bit of their yeah but soul do you know what i mean just because they've seen it doesn't mean they have ownership over it i think ownership is the exact word because i've talked about this before with people and i think some people really like to have things they can wear as a badge Mm. that that makes that forms part of their personality i think to some extent we all suffer from this a little bit you know we like to potentially wear t-shirts that have a thing or a phrase or an image on them that Mm. maybe is a little bit niche and and that we know about i for one if someone asked me i wouldn't just go oh you wouldn't know or whatever i would want to share it Mm. but there is a part of me that that likes to wear on my sleeve you know things that maybe I'm interested in mm. as as a sort of I don't know a, a descriptor of who and what I am and what I'm into. Well, ho- well, hopefully, like if you have a friendship group and you're worried that like not being the guy who likes this one thing would kind of rob you of your identity. I mean, you'd hope you'd have something else to yeah define mm. you. At the end of the day, these are just things like. There's better stuff to but define you. I'd be of the opinion that if I knew something you guys didn't and I brought it into your life and it brought you a little bit of happiness and helped the person who created it, yeah. that's a good thing. That's win-win all round. Yeah, Everyone's surely, a winner. Surely everybody wins. Yeah. Is it an extension of? Because I'm trying to think of like... 
something that isn't quite as bad. Like, maybe, like, it's not so much that you loved a band or a thing. Mm. It's like you did a thing. Like, what if you have a one guy in your friendship group who juggled? You know and what I mean? Someone else juggled. So, oh, it's juggling Dave. It's like, Dave, have you, uh, have you met, you know, Phil? He's new in town, and he comes in, he's got, like, those batons and we're on fire. He's juggling four of them. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a unicycle. <laughs> Hate you, Phil. And then Dave's balls just fall yeah. to the ground. And Dave's going, hey guys, look at me. And they're going, oh, whatever. <laughs> no oh, cares. my Dave, Jesus. But that's not discovering something. That's doing something. That's someone stealing your mm. thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's essentially jealousy, isn't it, really? Yeah. If I have an apple and I give you an apple, I no longer have an apple. But if I have an idea and I share that idea with you, we both have an idea. Yep, that was a pithy little. Uh, oh, fine, yeah. like zen. I wasn't. I wasn't full. I think I zoned out during. That. <laughs> Am I having a stroke or something? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that once on something, and I don't know why. But it's the uh, yeah. I guess it's the age old like it's a non physical gift. Thing is, um, when this show becomes popular and I'm cast aside, as I, as I inevitably will be. <laughs> why is it you that would be I, cast aside? If I if I get really upset about it, I'm the asshole. Yeah. In my, will... in my own opinion. We'll talk I, about you on the show afterwards. I, I'm not sure. Remember it's enti- that guy? Yeah. I'm not sure it's entirely the same situation because yeah, I feel I feel if you were cast out from this podcast, I feel you might have a legitimate complaint to. Not if he does that thing. No. Oh, again. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Five for gross misconduct. <laughs> Got so much footage from the last. Episode. <laughs> yeah. Today's episode will be about twenty minutes long because we couldn't use most of it. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think um, we've all lowballed it this week. I, I think the hates are quite. Maybe it's because agreeable. this one came so close after the recording of the previous one. We yeah. like, yeah, we were playing our B team <laughs> I, I, <laughs> softball. I, I know. Does knowing about crinklers does it make everything <laughs> in the world seem a little better? Is what I'm I'm trying to say. If you don't know what a crinkler is, listen to episode Let's two. Let's do episode yes. two. Whew. It's a beauty. Well, do we? Are we in agreement? Then definitely. Can we find any situation in which that might be no positive? What I people know. getting arsy? Well, yeah. unless it's something like a disease. Like, I was the only one who had this I, disease. I was patient zero. Man, yeah. I was into, I'm upset you have it. I was into dengue fever, like, yeah. <laughs> so long before you guys. <laughs> Wasn't there a film where Gwyneth Paltrow was patient zero? Yeah, that was, what um, was that called? Contagion. Uh, ah, yes. It was uh, Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man. Actually, side note, when uh, she is... I've not seen <clears throat> Contagion, but Gwyneth Paltrow, of course, dies. Sorry, spoilers. Whoa, spoilers. major spoilers. spoilers. Dies in Contagion. Seven. And they have contagion. A, that one. What did I say? You said contagion. Do you mean contagion? contagion? No. When she dies in contagion, right? Yeah. They have her on an autopsy table. Oh. They. It's the same fake head of Gwyneth Paltrow <gasps> they used in Seven. Uh, seven. Is it? There you go. Yeah, because it was that good, and they yeah. someone had kept it. Do you think yeah. someone had bought that head? Like it was in a collector's I think private, pri- collection. private auction, and uh... <laughs> so they had to wipe it off. Like before they used it. Cause... Oh yeah, they had to hollow it out. You know. Like, well, just... apparently, because they. Reuse severed heads in programs and things on the Game of Thrones. They had a severed George Bush head <laughs> that they they sort of recovered from another show. What show? I <laughs> yeah, know, I don't know. It was like a comedy comedy or something. And they, if you look closely in one of the Game of Thrones episodes, you can see George Bush's head on the spike. <laughs> That's yeah. excellent. They wow. denied that it was deliberate, but come on, <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Come on.
Hey guys, John here with a super brief little intermission because I'm, we have a long episode ahead of us. I just want to say um, thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. Um, three episodes in, we've had a lovely reaction. You're, you're all wonderful, hate-filled people and your inputs and comments and feedback has been very greatly appreciated. So thank you massively for getting us off to a good start. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, there are many ways to do so. We have a Twitter account, which is a show called Hate quite easy to find. We have an email address which is a show called hate at bigpunchstudios.com and we have the ever-present hashtags hashtag show called hate hashtag show called love. Uh, please feel free to get in touch your input your feedback your kind words your angry words and of course your topics of hate and love for consideration are very greatly appreciated. On top of that I would like to uh, do the ever uh, the ever relevant shout out for reviews and ratings on iTunes. Um, I know I'm begging, I know I'm needy, but any kind of comment, any good word can really help a new podcast like ours make a bit of an impact. Uh, you can subscribe through iTunes, you can subscribe through SoundCloud. Please come find us. We're very happy to have you on board. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you for episode four and more. So uh, without further ado, I will send you back to the regular show. I'll tell you what, should we um Let's crowdsource some hate? Should we go should we go to yes. the uh go to the hate haterverse? Let's go to the hate vault to see what's going on. I'll just put in a combination. It's one digit. Okay, how about this? Uh Chaley. Chaley. Chaley on uh, the social media says, Oh my god. Oh. I oh, hate yeah. to hear people eat. Yes. <sighs> yeah, that's a bad one. And and well, he, it depends. It, is it, oh, sorry. No, he kind of he kind of uh, elucidates. I think he's saying like both in uh, kind of real real life, and also he says on the radio where a radio is trying to convey that Something they're in like a social it. setting or kind of yeah. like that's exaggerated though, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like nom 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 nom. <laughs> I agree. Nom. I don't like loud eaters. Uh, it's not a very charming crunch, sound, crunch, is it? Slurp. Just to uh, just to kind of like take this to a weird place, uh, oh, okay. Chaley also says. I also can't stand to be near a window or mirror or strong sunlight when I eat because I don't like to see myself eating, whether reflected or in shadow. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be such a specific ray of sunlight to catch him in profile. It would have to be like, if it's in shadow, it'd have to be really cartoony eating, maybe like a fish. Yeah. Like he puts a fish like in his lowering mouth. Lowering it in. Pulls out, pulls out his perfect <laughs> skeleton. The thing is, if, if, if Chaley goes to a restaurant and they go, Oh, would you like to sit by the window? Oh God! Oh, no. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus, I um, I, I I don't think I've ever eaten in front of a mirror before, like like specifically. Mm. I don't think I want to. I think I kind of understand that. I don't want to see myself eat. I don't have a mirror near the dining table. No, no, unless I'm dining alone. You know, you, you, <laughs> you want to see you, someone opposite. Yeah. You draw a lipstick like hairstyle on the mirror, so it's like we'll have two Hello, candles Jeanette. this evening. As a as a sad. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Now have some spaghetti carbonara. Are you trying to like <laughs> that mirror is filthy? By the end. You're trying to lady in the trumpet with There's her. a moth. Yeah, there's a moth in the studio. Oh no, it's, it's like a wasp oh. all over again. Oh no, maybe every episode I'll have an insect invader. I hope so. Um, God, as a sad uh, talking about like uh, I'm gonna close the window. Uh, you're gonna learn something. It's about... too late now. Oh no, <laughs> we're doomed. You're gonna learn something sad about me. When I first uh -oh. uh, when I first met Lucy. And we worked together, oh. and uh, we uh, worked in a school, so everyone would dine in the dining hall. Go figure. <laughs> I was, I was 
so desperately trying to not be an idiot around her <laughs> but I, I was terrified about eating lunch like I, I would like be you know like I'd have like a napkin in my hand and I'd, I'd just like wipe, <laughs> wipe my mouth out, out after every kind of bite oh this is charming because I was terrified that like, like I don't know I was scuffing up my nose or something or something yeah, weird yeah you had like a chunk of banana on your cheek <laughs> I just, and now I don't I don't care at all I mean I've no just, you eat I'd like an animal shovel it down I was like you and Lucy just get a trough in front of the sofa <laughs> we just ate a plate of turkey nugs again yeah. and you and Deb- you like one tonight? Yeah. Oh, for the love he of always God. does it the night before the show. Well, this is what, unbelievable. Next time, let me tell you what, when uh, Nick and Ali get back from their honeymoon yeah. and we record another podcast, come on over beforehand. Nug party! And I'll just cook a great big well, like, stack of nugs. I was yeah. told turn up at eight. So it, ta- it sounds like that was very deliberate. I didn't to get avoid me eating time. all the nuggets. Because the party started at half six. I yeah. yeah. They are exceptional. Like, I, 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 they are I, outstanding. I, I really can't stress enough how good they are. They could be a love. I'm not getting any happier around this. They they were were my first girl love, actually. It's becoming becoming a... It wasn't long before that (laughs) seven-daily tradition became... (laughs) (laughs) Cause for concern. What are you talking about? So you're saying... um, It's not quite the same as eating, but I remember when I was at uni, uh, a friend of mine said, hey, you know what? We both need to study. Like We both got a big exam coming up. Why don't we study together? Like, let's sit in the lounge. Be study buddies. We'll get our notebooks out. I'm like, great, sounds good. I have a laptop, we'll just work. And we and so we, we come down to the lounge, got all our work ready, and uh, we're like, okay, ready to go. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. <laughs> and you know, start tapping away. Within seconds. <sighs> and that's how he breathed that's how he oh. breathed. And I was like Was he like concentrating? Was that Yeah, and I was like, how have I never noticed this before? And I'm and, 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 driving me and, insane. And like, I just I just look up. And he's just intently working, but all I can hear is... Oh, God. Like, the deepest, heaviest breathing I've ever noticed. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, And, and I can't leave. We just sat down. Like, what, what do you, what literally do you say? literally seconds in. This is misophonia, isn't it? Oh, is that misophonia? Yeah, so misophonia is the, is the uh, sort of beyond mild hatred of specific noises. Like, hmm. everyone has... Everyone who suffers from misophonia has different triggers oh, or whatever. Yeah. And... In in your case, that was his breathing. I, I don't think it's every person breathing. Just that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, they're very specific yeah. things. I think, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, is it made doubly worse for the idea of like when you're eating, you know, there's food and like saliva yeah, and, kind of and like... bodily systems. Mm-hmm. Oh, Foley artists. Yeah, Chaley, I think we can all get behind you there, but um, I, I will get behind you next time you eat, though. The shadow, <laughs> the, the, the the shadow thing is 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 is. is yeah, it's a very poetic way of putting took, it. Took that to a powerful new yeah. level. <laughs> um, a friend of the show, Alexander, who's who's said some very smart things on previous episodes, says he hates queue etiquette. Mm. If you've paid for your item and are waiting for them to be prepared. Move to the side and let the customer behind you proceed with their order. Yes. Otherwise, you look like an inconsiderate git. Oh, a git. Yeah, well, this is this is sort of harking back to social awareness. Yeah, yeah. which often a lot of these hates are spilling into the territory of, I feel. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like, based on what he's saying, it's less like queuing at Tesco's and more kind of like... Queuing at food. Place. I've ordered a delightful burger. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to step to the side. Oh, I understand. And, or somewhere and... like Costa or Starbucks. Oh, yeah, I'll always... I'll just go stand on in the corner. They know yeah. where I am. This plays into what I believe I said in episode one, which is my constant and ever-present need to not be in the way. Like, I, I have this, like, 360 radar... Panoramic. ...around me, and I'm like, oh, I'm in the way. I'm going to go into that dark corner full of spiders and cobwebs <laughs> just to get out of the way. Yeah, because you're just, like, 
mortified by the concept of being in people's absolutely people's way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to disagree. It's hard mm. to disagree. I would def- definitely agree. Let's see if this one's easier to uh, to uh, disagree with. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, another Andrew, although oh. uh, known to the show by the name Jolly. Oh yes, says volunteers. Mm. Oh. I'm, aware, I'm aware of this one. People who use self-service checkouts for their... Oh, no, wait, he's got multiple ones. I thought it was oh, the same one. Just uh, volunteers who use self-service okay. checkouts. <laughs> volunteers. Could you elaborate on this? Because I feel we, we've also had some show notes uh, from him before. Yes, he hates volunteers um, because he thinks they're do-gooders who are volunteering because they want to show off about their volunteering. Wait, you mean you mean people who actually are giving up their hard-earned time to make the world a better place? Yeah, like the people at the Olympics, for example. Oh, right, right, right. The games makers. Oh, don't get me started <laughs> on the games makers. So, I think you're so special with making your, well, games. Well, there you go. I think that's, that's probably where he has an issue with people who are sort of is it the up idea, themselves about it. Is it the idea that a lot of volunteers, not all, but a lot of volunteers take on a sort of, like... I'm very special, I'm very important, I'm very integral to the yeah. proceeding of whatever this thing is. Self-importance. Yeah. Whereas, they are not paid, they do not have qualifications, they are not worthy of any sort of, like, respect. respect. <laughs> you have not earned my respect. <laughs> yeah, because, like, well, at least, you know, if someone was telling me what to do and where to go, like a parking marshal, and he'd done a degree in, like, filing cars into the mm. right spaces, I'd be like, I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. And if you're just some guy in a high-vis jacket, you know, with a neck beard. Telling me to park my starlet in that muddy puddle. Why should I listen to you? So maybe, um, <laughs> so because uh, I because I, I feel uh, I th- I feel this says more about Jolly than it does about the volunteers. But, uh, but yes, I mean no nobody likes an officious volunteer. I think say nobody likes Jolly. <laughs> <laughs> We're agreed then. I mean, like uh, I remember. I mean, um, nobody likes uh, feeling. Uh, pressured. I feel sometimes mm. we're volunteers who are trying to do some good, trying to do some real good in the world. But they always have the trashiest jobs, don't they? So mm. they, they always are the ones that are going to make you feel like crap on the day. Like, mm. get over there. Stand stand there. Don't stand there, though. Put on this hat. <laughs> hey, Nick, uh, now dance for me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Nick, when, when, uh, when uh, we get around to Mining Lucy's wedding, yeah. uh, we did have some plans for you to help direct parking. Yeah, that's fine. Get yeah. over there. Shut up. You're not going to have a high-vis jacket. Oh, I, I, I should warn you. I'll buy my own. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I can... I can like. Maybe I think it's a very specific subset yeah. of volunteers, and that maybe is more people being yeah. dicks. I think the idea of volunteering is fine. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, think we can get behind that. People, yeah, uh, taking, taking too much on themselves for selfish reasons yes. is, is not on. Well, there's a, there's a rather ugly phrase that's banded about online. Uh, was it uh, virtue signalling? Oh, yeah. The idea that you can possibly be doing something nice out of the goodness of your heart. You're only doing you it something because you want to look special. You basically. want a lady friend. Yes, yes, indeed, yes. Yes, uh, that's it. So, so Jolly, shame shame on you. Mm. Shame, sir. Mm. But also 5% but, agree. But also, yeah, we kind, yeah, of, so we, so <laughs> we kind of partially <laughs> agree with you. Okay, uh, and let's see if Jolly can... Uh, Redeem himself I doubt with, it. with a better hate. Uh, people who use self-service checkouts for their big shop at lunch hours. This is stupid. Like, yeah. why would you do this? I don't know why you do it anyway. There's not enough space Generally. to work. Yeah, yeah, you've got a very little cute um, bagging area. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to say, taking a big trolley. That's craziness. That. It's madness. Because you've got to put everything in the bagging area. Just do As scan. soon as you pick something up from the bagging area, it goes off. <laughs> Just do scan and go. Yeah, you know, yeah. like With the beat boot. Never look back. Yeah, it's changed my life. Yeah, I don't like self-service checkouts generally. They, they are slower than I am. Yeah, they annoy me. 
They always break, so you've got to talk to the person anyway. Mm. That's the whole reason for self-service checkout, so I don't have to talk to people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And then it breaks, and then I have to say, oh, it's this one that's causing the problem. And if, and if you're what I like to consider a problem drinker, like myself, mm. and you just want to get yes. in and get out with your hooch as quickly oh, as possible. Yes, yes. The, uh, the self-service checkout is a nightmare because you've got to call someone over to uh, yeah, fruit, yeah. Or if you're like me and you just love a paracetamol sandwich and you're just going to buy like 13 packs of like ibuprofen. <laughs> like, do you really need all of these, sir? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you get the bread as well? <laughs> bread. <laughs> I call the cardboard and the packet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just wolf it all down. I put it in the toaster first, though. I'm, it's not, always... I'm not an animal. It's always rushing you as well, the self-service checkout. Yeah. It's like, I haven't bagged my items. Please take your items. I bloody will. Yeah, just get, I oh. bloody will. Stop rushing me. Yeah. No, yeah, these, yeah, they're a nightmare. How about, uh, uh, oh, we have a couple of advert-related ones. Oh. Oh, okay. Matt says, I hate <clears throat> that adverts always butter perfectly oh, yeah. in HD, but then the following content is awful. Buff, but I thought he said butter. I oh, completely yeah, I misread say. that. He said, "I hate that adverts always buffer perfectly." I thought he was talking about like Marks Expenses adverts. So, yeah, well, I, because there is whenever they butter things yeah. in adverts, it's well, always well, perfect. Well, screw what Matt said. Let's well, talk about that. Let's talk about like, butter. I yeah. thought that's what he was saying because that's what you said. Yeah, because I'm because I'm because I'm <laughs> because we only have you. But that kind of that kind of makes sense, though, didn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was no, on board. I was, I was imagining a, a Marks and Spencer advert where they butter their bread really nice. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in real life, the butter's really hard, and you end up ripping the bread. Yeah, yeah, you have in it. Stabbing yourself. Yeah. There's more butter yeah, on no, the counter. Call, call the it's not butter, it's actually cheese. Yeah. You know, it's a hard cheddar. Turns out the bread's made of paracetamol. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, you know. You know, you're actually in an alley and you're just yeah. kind of rubbing a knife back and forth on your hand. You know. you know, you shouldn't put a fork in a live toaster, things like that. Yeah. You know, it's you know, political correctness gone mad. Uh, I guess that kind of ties into the whole... Um, you've got the whole kind of um, food photography and filmography... It's a skill, like it isn't is. it? Like There's they, a whole craft to it. They pour paint instead of milk onto cereal. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice I was sick, um, yeah. listening to something on Radio Two about this not so long ago, probably about a week ago, and they were like, "Yeah, none of the stuff you actually see on adverts is what it certainly not pertains ed- to be." Yeah, not edible, um, I'd imagine it, engine oil instead of honey. Yeah. isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard like if they want to get food steaming, they uh, take a tampon. Yes. I soak it in water mm. and microwave it mm. and put it behind the thing. Yeah, so yeah. Yep, yep. And I've seen I've seen behind the scenes on photo shoots of like McDonald's burgers, you know, for the for the posters above the counter. Yeah. And there's like a guy with this microscopic hairdryer and he just gets the edge of the bastard cheese as it, as it peeks over the burger and it's like, just blows on the edge so that it just does that little fold over the burger. You get that little yellow triangle at the edge of the burger. It's, I've got to say, that's a nice little callback. I know. There. That, that T-shirt... Oh, I'm working on it. By the way, we're now responding to something that wasn't actually asked. Oh, yeah. So Matt actually said... Uh, <laughs> it's good, though, isn't it? Well, Matt, really good. Matt actually said, I hate that adverts... Oh, wait, Matt's at his turn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Step down, step down. Okay, how about this? Uh, from Amy. Uh, adverts that try too hard to be cool uh, and memeable. Oh, d- oh, I'd need a specific oh, example Oh, yeah, so of sort of trying too hard to go viral or appearing to go... Do you remember, Try like, too hard. Uh, I like to think of a story. I always, I can't help but picture the executive boardroom yeah. that led to every advert. And I'm always reminded of, like, a, a toilet roll, toilet roll company. Right, yeah. And then a few years ago, I, and I, all I could do was picture the scenario where the executives are like, 
you know, the sales for Q3 are, are down, you know. How do we make toilet paper relevant? We need a hot new ad. You know, and then a guy at the back of the room says, well, sir, I'm sorry, but it's a standard, it's a standard product that every household has. You can't be a market leader in toilet paper. And he just whips out a gun and shoots it. <laughs> you know, anyone else want to be a hero? Uh, and then they get like some fancy marketing team in and they're like, what you need is a viral campaign around toilet paper. And then you get this advert where they're like, are you a scruncher? Or a folder. Hashtag hashtag join the discussion. Yes, that's right. There was was meant to be a national discussion on whether you were a scruncher or a folder. Turned out nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah. And this was partnered with, maybe this is by a separate company or the same one, where they set up what looked like a a bit like a chat show studio. Mm. Uh, This is the advert. And there's a lady, a bit like a kind of budget Davina McCall. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm already interested. Claudia Winkleman. And, like, oh! and it just cuts, like, hard cut to the middle of this conversation, like a little doom, doom, boom. Like yeah. a kind of like a. We're back. Little, back on brain chill. Like a little, <laughs> do, do, do. A little uh, kind of Seinfeld kind of bass slap. <laughs> and it's like, a, oh, we're all just young professionals having a conversation about poo. And, <laughs> you know, and, and she's basically. And, you know, and they're just having like, like you know, just, just people at the pub, you know, just 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 talking about wiping. This is how know? we talk. You know, hashtag wipe goals. And they're just saying like, you know, and she's like. Deep in the brown. And, but she's saying stuff like, you know. In off the right. Saying, have you tried the new, you know, wet glove or something like that? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm being facetious, but like. You are. What is it? Well, it's a fabric glove, which is always wet. And you just, you know. <laughs> and you use it. Get right up in there. And they it go. And they go like. Thanks. I think I'll try it. And literally, they they disappear through a door, you know. And then it's like a little cubicle. And then smash cut. And they come back out. And they go, "What do you think?" He goes, "It was amazing." You know. That means they're all holding in a shit, like while they're having their conversation. This is my thing. It's like, how do you find people on the brink? Always, always turtle heading their way to the studio. Always just shitting. (laughs) Thing is with that, (laughs) right? Okay. You would imagine that these people are actors who are. Who were saying, "Oh, I'm about to go yes. have a poo." Like, like, like I, Tesco's people. Yeah, really. I wonder if they actually have a poo because I would, even if I was an actor. <laughs> and it was just a set toilet. There was yeah. no plumbing. <laughs> no, I would, I would go and have the poo. You just hear a, yeah. a splotch onto some empty. Because I, I would rather have an accurate description of what I'm buying as a as a consumer. Yes. Even if I've actually gone in there, had a shit, and used this glove to wipe my ass. You got to go for verisimilitude at every I, opportunity. I don't live on the edge. I couldn't crap on demand, even if. They were like, the condition of, like, the contract, the terms of hiring were like, you have to be between the ages of 25 and 30, look like a young working professional, and you have to just be on the brink of shitting yourself. I can just... It's a very specific set of criteria. How would you time that? How would you, I, you know... Are you 5p, 50p-ing right yeah. now? I couldn't do that. <laughs> and then what if you had, like, what, what if you had, like, performance anxiety? Then you, could, you couldn't... I mean, I don't need a poo right now. Yeah. I thought I'd, I'd let you all know. That's good to know. Yeah. Excuse me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the best, if, if, just to turn it around, the best viral campaign I've seen, and I don't particularly care for the brand, is Go Compare. Go Compare. Okay, yeah, not yeah. even that aspect of it, because there was one where they had billboards everywhere and it looked like they'd been graffitied. Uh... And everyone was taking photos of them and saying, uh... oh, look, someone graffitied the Go Compare. Ah, this is brilliant. It turned out they'd done it, they'd done it uh, deliberately. I saw another one of those where um, O2, it's very recent actually, O2 were offering a screen repair service for broken phones. 
Um, and so in a very select few locations, the billboards had fallen off the walls mm. and they'd literally done it. So they'd ripped the billboards off the walls and then they put like those sort of little temporary red fences as though there was roadworks going on around them to say, watch out for this hazard. And loads of people were taking photos and tweeting going, oh, look how ironic this is. Yeah. Their ad fell off the wall, but it was obviously intentional all the way. That's wow. clever. Yeah. You've got to have a bit of money to bandy around to kind of convince the council to let you yeah to rip things yeah. off the wall and then put roadworks up <laughs> there was a really good one which was like uh, all it it was on London Underground and all it was was like a, a screenshot of like um, like a WhatsApp conversation where it was like yes like, hey Jeff have you got the uh, have you got the ad ready for tomorrow I was like nah don't worry I've got <laughs> I've got a, I've got a killer concept like, don't forget to mention the deal yeah don't worry I won't and that's yeah. it you know <laughs> that's and good every, everyone yeah. tweeted that as well going oh whoops someone's made a mistake and no that's really clever the thing is this is like this, this is why because advertising is a is a dark disgusting art there's no mm. question yeah. of it actually this is like ask ask a marketing yeah because you guys because yeah, yeah, you, Rayman, yeah. you work in marketing, I work for a marketing company yes. and I work for a design agency that predominantly does advertising stuff and it's like like there is there is an art to doing ads well and I, and I will enjoy and look at adverts because I love it when I see a good one but I will admit that 99% of them are utter hot garbage. Mm. I, I feel you have to respect the awesome power of the hashtag. And I would strive... <laughs> I feel, uh, hashtag show called hate. Uh, yeah, show called love. Like, I, 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 I think, I think you should strive first to be cool. Genuinely cool. Not marketing exec mm. cool. Yeah. And let that go viral. Yes. Be funny. It's got a lot of humour. Try and make something funny. Don't say hashtag wipe or... Scoop or something. Squinch. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> wipe or syringe. Hashtag glove. <laughs> yeah. Just, just for the record, who is a who is a scruncher here? Nobody. Good. Okay. Glad. Glad. I don't really know what that is. There's basically well, saying, just, when you wipe your ass, do you take the toilet paper, fold it in half, make a little not, tile, and yeah. and wipe, wipe your bum. Or, or or do you just grab a like make a sort of eighty scrunchie out of it? Yeah, like a and just make jam a, it in your make crevice. Make a couche out of. Uh, you take a hand push <laughs> ball. You take what? a fist of toilet paper and just kind of. Right. If I was there. a self-respected person, then then I wouldn't like to talk about that. But I'm not, so I fold. Yeah, <laughs> because you're an adult human being. I don't believe anyone has ever scrunched. Not not to the I have size talk, of a football. I've talked to scrunchers. It depends I, how many sheets. I you know want. a scruncher. I'm not going to I'm not going like to dive all If you're their scrunching, name. you're just getting fractal angles and I know, that surely you're just spreading your poo everywhere. Go it's just going to go yeah. And also how everywhere. much toilet roll are you it's using? It's going to look like a pine cone. What are you doing? <laughs> it's nightmarish. It's going to be like a moose drizzled like is that what your friend pl- pl- planted in a garden? <laughs> <laughs> a moose drizzled pine cone. That's the name of my first band. <laughs> well, I don't know because we've actually talked about hate quite a bit in this episode. And I know we should jump onto love, but I'm actually oh. wondering if we could, and I, I mean this quite sincerely now, whether we could go a little serious for a minute. Oh, no. Because uh, Ian, who's a, who's a very good chap, um, has has written in and he actually said that what he, something is making him sad at the moment. And this isn't this isn't like a, a joke or anything. But he says, but what actually is making him sad is, is, the, fa- is the fact that he's kind of like working his ass off all week comes home and he's knackered and he's not really ha- he physically doesn't he's not finding he has the energy mm. to kind of devote to doing stuff he loves and to like he wants to do so he's basically saying he's not really sure what he what he hates in this scenario be it just society or the way work works or bills yeah. and taxes or maybe he hates the fact that he's spending so much time working to kind of do stuff for other people but he has no time for himself mm. and 
and and yeah, and I was actually kind of struck because that's I feel that's actually aside from the comedy and and, and the nonsense. I, mm. I was wondering if we could find any encouraging words. How do we turn that well into love? Because he says he loves art. He loves his mm. art. He's mm. just struggling to find. I think we've all been there though Absolutely. in terms of work. It's it's a struggle to try and find that balance sometimes, isn't it? Um, just try. I know it's it's very much easier said than done. But even if it's ten minutes to start with, just try and do something for yourself every yeah. day you know and then hopefully it'll grow from there because your energy for it will will grow from that seed i suppose i think there's also a lot of pressure on people to feel like they're always going up you know so my next job's got to pay more and in doing so i'll probably get more responsibility and therefore probably have to work more hours etc 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 i think i'd say maybe don't be afraid of not you know if you feel like your life is on a path where all you're going to do is spend all of your time either working or sleeping then don't be afraid of maybe going down the ladder you know maybe take a part-time job Maybe maybe talk to your boss like like because I I fell into this situation and 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 at my old job I ended up going you know what I'm gonna take a pay cut and I'm gonna lose a day and I'm gonna go to my boss I'm gonna ask if that was possible and obviously this isn't possible for everyone I don't know what Ian's job is it may not be possible for him but I actually I got paid less but was so much happier to mm. get that day because you had some time for yeah it for and yourself. I spent that day drawing and it made a huge difference to where I was at that point with my comics and everything. And like, I think it's very, very easy for us to think we always need to be getting more money and, and we always need to have some money. But actually, you can always make it work. You can always make it balance. Mm. Money is something that should always be secondary to your happiness. Mm. Ha- ha- be happy first. I mean, if you could have millionaires who are deeply unhappy and yeah, a guy yeah. living on the street who's happy as Larry, you know, mm. money's money, as you say, is a secondary thing. So... Whatever guys that takes, whether it's more money or less money, doesn't really matter. No. Yeah. But being happy is the most important thing. I, I remember uh, going through a, a phase in my life, um, certainly before I started, found a way to produce things I, I cared about that made mm. me feel good about myself on a, on a regular basis. And it was, it was odd how much my kind of self-worth was tied up in the stuff I produced. Mm. Like, I felt like a failure every day. Like, I, I felt any day I went to bed not having achieved something i wasn't entirely sure what i was trying to achieve but i i ended up i i hate i hated it for the longest time like mm. a lot of kind of self-loathing because of it but i i the only thing that kind of got me through there was i had like this little kind of mantra where i realized that like anything can be changed anything can be made better and i just kind That's of like exactly it yeah. just kind of repeated that to myself and, and and yeah like it was it was a real struggle like you know after it's certainly if you're doing a job which you you don't have to love your job. No. But it helps if you can tolerate it. Yeah. But it's like, if you can't tolerate your job, if you're doing a job mm. that is actively making you unhappy... Don't that, do it. That, yeah. Well, yeah. Don't I mean, do it no more. I've got to say, like, it's, that's hard, because it can kind of sap you. It's not just like a dry equation where like, oh, I work for eight hours, now I'm just going to flick my brain over into yeah, happy... It doesn't work. No, it doesn't it, work it, at all. It wears no. you down. As so, a general rule <clears> of thumb, nobody ever got good at anything by not doing it. Oh, that's good. Mm, there yeah. you go. So... If you want to be an artist or you want to do more art, do it. Yeah. That's, that's literally where, where I am. Like, I, I remember a while back, I was dissatisfied with myself. And I would look at, like, other artists, other comic book artists and stuff. And I would look at them and then go, like, they're drawing all the time. They're so prolific. They're getting books out every year. They're, they're, they're always posting on Facebook and Instagram. I always did a sketch tonight. And I'm, I'm like, I haven't drawn for two weeks. I haven't even touched my drawing board. And there was a moment when I just suddenly thought, I know how you get to be a guy who draws every evening. You draw every evening. 
Mm. I'm not saying this as a like, change your life, you go draw now. But but it was literally as, as clear in a, as a line as that for me. Mm. Now I draw every single day and my work has leapt forward in a way that I could never have possibly imagined. And it's just because I did. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's a lot like training a, training a muscle. Yeah. Which I, mm. which I know is a very uh, condescending thing to say. And I, I don't mean it that way. But like I found it so hard for the longest time to... Uh, to to do do anything yeah like to 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 get any word out onto the page was a, was a battle but it, it gets it gets easier you train it yeah and and it, i feel it's one of the sad facts of life that every time you feel things are bad or every time you feel the world is kind of grinding you down a bit it's annoying because i wish there was a magic wand you could wave to make oh, it better God, yeah, yeah yeah but the solution seems to always be you have to do more and I know, and that's really horrible because you feel like I'm doing so much already. I'm always busking my ass. And it's like, well, right now you're feeling low. And it's like tomorrow, maybe you'll feel better and you'll get up and you'll find another little reserve of energy to, to do something you love. And yeah. it's amazing. Like we keep finding these reserves of energy to keep us It is going. all there. It yeah. is all there. You may doubt that you have it in you, but yeah. you kind of do. And you just, you get in these bad place, places sometimes. And then <clears> success an, breeds success in my opinion, and that applies to doing things. So you might just find that doing it regardless will increase your energy and for it and for everything in general. If you're doing something you really want to do, then you'll probably feel good. Yeah, It's as obvious as sometimes, like, because I don't do it very often, but I do sometimes on an evening go for a run. And, like, there'll be a time when I'll be like, I'm really tired, I'm really not up for it. But I'm just gonna go. I'll just do a really short one, and I'll come back and I'll feel pumped. Yeah, you know. And I was knackered before. I was ready for bed, and I'll come back and I've done physical exercise of a significant amount for me in my state of weak, weak fitness. <laughs> and um, and I'll be like, my God, I could I could take on the world, you know. And it's weird that you should have done something that should have made you more tired, but but it hasn't. And it's the same often with artwork. I'll be I'll get to like six or seven at night, and I've finished work. I've had dinner. And I'm like, to be honest, I don't want to draw tonight. I really just want to go to bed. And then I'm like, you know what? No, I'll sit down. I'll do an hour. And yeah. then I end up doing three mm-hmm. because you'll find that you can. It is always there. It's in you. And if you care enough about it, it will surface and you will get it done. And you'll, and you'll feel better. You will. And at the end of it. I guarantee it. God, that's good advice, isn't it? That's good advice. God. We should turn this around. Yeah. Screw the hate thing. Let's... Well, I think that was quite a good segue into, yeah. into love. So, yeah. So, Ian, we're... Uh, we're with you, man. Yeah. We hope that's helpful. We're, we're not saying it's easy, but we, you know... It can be done. We, we've got your back if you need us. Yeah. So yeah. So come on. Let's let's round <laughs> off with some love. I feel like we've we've actually talked for quite a while. So we may have to. It's all right. Goal, goal it's all right. That was sort of love in a yeah. way. We've we've, we've given not to take away from what I'm about to say for my love. I don't expect this to be a long one. Okay. Okay. Because my love is Alice White. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for those who don't know, <sighs> I'm getting married this weekend. I. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I can I just have to say sidebar I applaud the sentiment if I said you lowballed it before <laughs> <laughs> please continue I went deep into this knowing that it was a lowball yeah because I know full well that there's not a lot we can all talk about Alice White here yeah okay but I love her too yes <laughs> yes wait how much <laughs> I'll kill you <laughs> I felt like I, I couldn't go on a podcast where I was to talk about something that I loved with a wedding that's literally two days away, yeah. you know, like, and I, 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 you know, hopefully we'll look back when we've got 300, 500 episodes that this, this podcast will be a, a history 
of us three. You know, timeline. <laughs> I'm sorry, episode 300 where we're like, I really hate those new cyber <laughs> discs that everyone's inserting. Cyber discs. Everyone got a cyber disc. I hate On our new backs. laser president. <laughs> <laughs> Hologram shoes. But I love that memory. <laughs> Yeah, see, this is gonna be this is gonna be a scrapbook Aww. of our lives, and I want this to go on record that I love Alice White. Seems ah, to be Alice Angel. Lovely, Aww. isn't that nice? Aww. She is the best. It's very hard to. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I do not agree with this union at all. <laughs> no, I mean, how, how could how could you have to have a heart of scone? Yeah, to, yes, to not, not be moved by that. Yeah. Moving on. Do you know what I love? <laughs> Tell us, John. I love Wikipedia holes. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. no, I, I intend to marry. <laughs> uh, no, I, um, I, you know, we talked about how uh, managing the way I use Twitter and looking for stimulation, but looking in the right places. Yeah, I struggle with this. Wikipedia has kind of uh, become my go-to place at the moment. And I need a jumping off point sometimes. But I will quite happily while away a train journey or, you know, uh, a little coffee break if I just want something to... A little coffee break? Rather than browsing social media, which is, as I said, either a litany of horrors or a cavalcade of other people's wonderful lives. <laughs> what about YouTube, uh, John? <laughs> 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 or React videos. Yeah, there's loads. There's, there's React World. React World. Yeah, Check get, it out. Get, get on that. Hot new app. Buy now. Yeah. Phone soon. Oh. You dunkers. Monster. Uh, you pretty big chungus. Uh, <laughs> but um, I know I and uh, yeah, and I'll I'll quite happily spend generally like a week on a topic seems to be the thing. Interesting. Yeah, and I'll I'll, I'll use the links within a Wikipedia article to jump. Yes, to, that is vital to yeah. other points. Like I uh, I have spent the last few days uh, reading about uh, famous robberies in the oh. UK. Oh, interesting. It was quite interesting. So I read all about the Great Train Robbery. Yep. And That's a famous one. It was the... one they made a movie out of recently, um, which was like the best ever diamond heist. Not that jewel one that was in Hatton Garden, was it? Or... Maybe. That, that might be that's, it. that's for tomorrow. I've got the page ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like pretty that. sure that's it, because they've just made a movie out of it. Uh... Well, interestingly, I was reading about uh, the Great Train Robbery, which was fairly interesting, mm. and also uh, a, a robbery in the early 80s, uh, which some of our older listeners may be aware of. I think it precedes all of our lives. Oh. Um, where a massive amount of gold bullion was stolen from the Heathrow Airport Industrial Estate. And at the time, it was called the crime of a century. It was like the biggest single wow. theft. Mm. of, And it was pretty... It was pretty like... Um, it wasn't like one of those charming robberies. No. It was like the robbers burst in and they poured petrol oh. over everyone oh. and threatened them with a match. Holy. Basically said, tell us, tell us the things. And they were expecting... Tell us the things. They were expecting to steal cash. But they happened to find gold. Oh. So they got away with a lot of gold. And <clears> not <throat> all of it, all of it was reclaimed. And how it ended... Would, it, it, sorry. How, yeah. how would you sell that, though? Yeah, true. Well, I'm glad you asked. They uh, ended up melting it down mm. and uh, recasting it. Oh, so it doesn't have any market. Yeah. yeah okay. And apparently they also threw in some copper coins when they were melting it. To make it go further. Which I, Yeah, and I can also only assume to mix with, to mess with the quality. So that but surely that would make it, it cheaper. But maybe it makes it slightly cheaper. It probably, it like... probably to the extent that they'd still make an absolute ton of money. Yeah. I see. But it's a pretty bold thing to do, though. But mm. There's some interesting things came out of it, though. Uh, ended in a lot of murder and betrayal. Oh. Cool. Like, uh, not the nicest bunch kind of people. Kind of like Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Actually, I don't think they yeah, killed I, each other. Or, or this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look out for 300 episodes, episodes in. <laughs> uh, 
But they, they, someone said because they failed to recover so much of the gold, they reckon that anybody wearing gold jewellery made after 1983 probably contains some, really? of, some of the gold. That's amazing. Holy pooch. It? Yeah. That's quite it's just, it's just out How there. would you carry all that gold? It's an excellent question, actually, because it's quite heavy. Yeah. They didn't skip arm day. Yeah. Yeah. You don't that's, skip arm day. You can't skip arm day. Not when, uh, not when you're stealing gold bullion. And just to bring it full circle back down uh, to give it a Cheltenham connection. Oh, great stuff. Um, some members of the crew, uh, through contacts, <laughs> set up a fate, uh, like a kind of uh, a company to launder for money. And one of the guys involved in setting it up was the accountant who handled all the cash after the Great Train robbery. Oh. And they put it through like a company in Spain wow. then brought the money back into the UK by buying property that was the idea so we'll turn that gold dirty gold into solid property yeah, some real estate. including land owned by Cheltenham Ladies College so that explains yeah. what all these gold houses that are springing up around Cheltenham <laughs> yeah, yeah that oh, was... I thought that was going cheap <laughs> I thought I had a few two peas embedded in the wall <laughs> yeah so there you go. That's a it's Wikipedia hole. And I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't fallen down on Wikipedia hole. Well done. And when I was very ill uh, a year or so ago, mm. it was serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> a chilling vision of things to come. I remember <laughs> lying on the floor of the kitchen, like uh, unable to stand, uh, waiting for the pain to go down, with uh, Wikipedia open, just reading about uh, serial killers. Wonderful. That's people a, that's a, that's people a could have interpreted image, that a different way. It takes yeah. me to some uh, dark places. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Tell us your love, Chris Ray. I will, Nick, Angel. Um, <laughs> it sort of follows on from things we've been talking about during the podcast, actually. Oh, my. Enough. Oh, good. I enjoy DVD behind-the-scene documentaries. Ah. I would go as far as saying I love them, and that when I buy a DVD of a movie I've particularly enjoyed, it's the first thing I'll watch. The first it's thing? The first thing I'll watch. But you'll have already seen the movie, say, In the cinema, at the yes. Cinema. In the ah. cinema. Okay, that's but fine. But I'll often... Buy a Blu-ray, and the first thing I watch will be the behind-the-scenes documentary. Just because generally I like knowing how things are made. I just uh, find it very yeah. interesting, and there's so many fascinating things I found out through watching behind-the-scenes documentaries. Tell us, tell us one. Lord of the Rings, for example. That's um, a good film. We were doing our, our oh yes, movie our marathon, movie marathon yeah. recently, that and was I was film. giving you little bits of trivia throughout. I loved it. Like Viggo Mortensen broke his foot when he kicked a helmet on set. Oh yeah. Um, and it's on the film and in the Fellowship of the Ring someone chucks a knife at him and it's a real knife and he bats it away with his sword that wasn't supposed to happen that's all real <laughs> that's fantastic just things like that and you learn these things through watching documentaries that you wouldn't otherwise know yeah mm. no, that's true I accept that that's and I do I do love documentaries and I make a point of watching them for most movies that's good certainly those that I like yeah I, uh, I find that I don't watch them enough like I like them mm. and yet for some reason I think like like 90% of the DVDs I've got in my collection I have not watched the behind the scenes of which I think is a travesty I should yes. maybe it's I should get, should get back on it yeah we should do actually I quite like uh, director's commentaries mm. as yes, well yes same deal I yeah. have never watched a director's commentary I've never watched a movie with a director's commentary on it never they done are, it they, it's entertaining is it yeah it's nice to it's nice to just kind of hear the see films. behind the curtain That's I've heard that uh, the direct uh, the commentary tracks on Hot Fuzz are meant to be very good. Mm. Uh, they have several comedy ones. Oh, like yeah, and apparently there's one where uh, Timothy Dalton is, oh, is, really. is doing it. And apparently there's a, the bit where the top of the church falls off. Oh yeah, and just it obliterates that head, guy's yeah. head. Apparently Timothy Dalton just loses his mind. <laughs> Just cannot handle it and just is, is laughing for minutes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah, I, yeah go, that, that can only be a good thing. 
There you go. go. That's quite cut and dry, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, uh, we smashed love. I feel like we waxed we waxed lyrical on hate, but love is just pure, simple. Love, yeah. Well, look, should we uh, should we just end up with um, a, few, a few a few user ones? User uh, ones, used, listener ones, listener used ones, ones. Yeah, used yeah. ones. Okay. Uh, how about this? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, jolly again. Oh, uh, God. Rede- so jolly. Redeeming himself. People who get paid. <laughs> uh, he loves pop up beer slash food festivals. Okay. Yeah, I do like How that. Can, you can't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. dry, that one. Uh, but he also loves the silent appreciation of a workplace innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good one not so long ago. Right. Someone was drawing a graph. I'm <laughs> <laughs> already, already. I'm already. Someone yeah. was drawing a graph on a piece of paper and it looked like a penis. Excellent. We can all see it. <laughs> right. Nobody said nothing, but everyone was smiling. There were about six, six people around the table, and everyone was smirking, but nobody said anything. We all knew what it was. Uh, okay, uh, clean sheets. Yeah, that's I pretty do, good. I do like like a clean sheet. Yeah. You know, a crispy sheet. I like having a, I'll have a nice Sunday bath, and a clean bedding. Yeah, I feel. Bath. Well, sometimes. <laughs> oh, what a good As a Sunday. kid, I used to all the time, and I I like to carry on that tradition. Right, fair enough. So, yeah. uh, I don't think I've had a bath in so about a hundred years. Oh, yeah, you've got to have a bath. Clean <laughs> she- Are you a folder or a scruncher? <laughs> to, uh, clean sheets. <laughs> I like the smell of clean sheets. Mm, yeah. Nice, nice Lenore. I like the cool side of a pillow. Yeah, you got you got to turn the pillow. I feel over. Like I don't get that as much as I used to when I was a kid. Why yeah. were pillows so cold when I was young? Now I rely on temperature leg. The the, Tem- oh the leg God, I stick yeah. out of the duvet yeah, in order to do cool that. down. Cannot yeah. handle that. Cannot regulate my heat now. No, as a, it's temperature leg or no man. temperature leg. It's digital. Uh, a cheeky extra cup of tea in the day. Is that jolly still? No, no, we're on oh. different people now. Oh, okay. I uh, I can't relate to this because I have about seventeen cups you have, of tea a day. You've got a problem. Yeah, I do, I do, yeah, I really you, do. Yeah, it's straight, straight addicted. I ain't changing for no one. Things like I I love my coffee, but like two cups a day. That's all I need. We'll you know, change that. Yeah. Two very good cups. Two very good cups. Maybe that's the reason I just have loads of mediocre tea. I enjoy a cup of tea. I think the treat with a cup of tea is if I put a little brown sugar in it. I'm going to say something else then. <laughs> a little brown surprise. <laughs> Here you are, colleague. <laughs> um, I, la- I didn't want to name him, but I think we have to name uh, uh, James Pegram. I don't know a James Pegram. Of, uh, uh, of no known fixed abode. Uh, as a serious love. The look of joy on a dog's face when it has its head out the window of a moving car. <laughs> Which is a lot like James Pegram's face when yeah. he has his head out of a moving car. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, that is enjoyable. I, I, when, a, when a car drives past with a dog with his head out the window, I laugh. You can't help but smile. Yeah, I feel, I feel a little better about life. Um, Even if you are driving a pack of crinklers <laughs> yeah. to a comic convention. We have a, a call from... Uh, a call? A, 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 a call. love, a love from uh, Canada. Oh. oh. I love... Fall weather. Okay, so they mean autumn. Little typo there. I think he meant, he yeah. meant autumn. They're, they're yes. spelled and pronounced differently. He used way too few letters. Yeah. Uh, the, the what? Sorry, I only heard fall. Weather. Fall weather. weather. Yeah, weather. no, fine. It is my favourite season. Yeah. It's no delightful. quest. It's a fierce kind of mild. Hashtag like, no quest. I like uh, I like a, a sunny day and a strong wind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can sort that out for you right now. Del- <laughs> oh, oh, my. <laughs> Scrunch goals. Just look into the light. Uh, Listen to what, my bum. <laughs> what, you, know, you know what? I think we are we are very nearly there, but I'm going to buck tradition oh, and no. end with a hate. Oh what? my goodness me! Because uh, Simon writes in and says, "I hate it when you like listening to podcasts, but they aren't on Stitcher." What is Stitcher? Stitcher. Well, Simon and Chris Ray, I'm glad to tell you that uh, this podcast 
is now on Stitcher. Oh. Uh, I'm absolutely delighted. What is Stitcher? Stitcher is a uh, podcast uh, aggregate home place. It just takes a lot. I mean, of you're explaining it terribly. It, yeah. it just kind of brought, it's like iTunes. It's just a different Fine. way of finding Whatever. podcasts. And we are now on yet another platform, Stitcher. Stitcher, so, go crazy. Cool. We'll Listeners. come to your house soon if you're not careful. So, what did you think? Did love win? Did hate Personally, win? from my perspective, love has to win this time. I think love, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you played your trump card I did, uh, yeah. this week. Yeah. Such play. I feel Much like excite. a lot of enjoyment was found in talking about hate. Yeah, but we hated those things so bad. Yeah, I, I feel at the same time, I'm genuinely not, maybe proud isn't the wrong word, but I'm kind of like... I think sometimes a hate can be an entertaining thing. And then yeah. sometimes we could just actually full on hate it. And I think when we were discussing growth... Out of thing. I don't think anyone was having a good time. No, oh, you know? no, certainly not. No, already forgotten your hate. What's your hate? Oh, righteous people. Yeah, yeah, see, I yeah. yeah. so you didn't enjoy that really. I either. feel like yeah, it was <laughs> very entertaining. I had a shit old time today. I'm getting, I'm getting angry again now. <laughs> talking about it. I mean, it, it felt good. It felt good to get out my system. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't like to put it on a pedestal and say I'm quite proud. I'm not secretly proud of the no. hate. Whereas I feel like last time. You know, there was some comedy gold out of the hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's been a, it's been a more serious show today. Too fewer much, laughs. Too much, gen- too much genuine content. I feel is the problem. If let's all just laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter. There we go. That's better. Just something for the montage. The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I, the gag reel. I, I feel. I feel love one. I yeah, feel, I feel love, love. Love one because we're both going to said wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so you better say it was. <laughs> and God help me, I want that invite. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, um, have we have we come up with a decent uh, sign off yet? Yeah, here we go. Hey guys, hey, uh, don't hate, don't uh, love, hate. love, no. love neighbors. Don't. The Australian soap. Kiss. Uh, don't Erinsborough. Erinsborough. But hate Paul Robinson. From neighbours, which we love. Bra. Kiss Harold Bishop on the mouth. Erin. <laughs> no, we're stealing. We're stealing sign off from better podcasts. Oh no! <laughs> uh, don't hate. Create. Oh yes, create tube. How about hater? Content. We could do something with hater. Like, don't be a hater. See, see you later. That's not bad. Don't be a hater. See you later. Peace. Kiss Harold Bishop. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.